0: You know, I just had a vision of doing this with myself when I want sugar <laughs> and I know that I don't need sugar, but just saying, I understand that you want that sugar right now. Uh, we don't eat sugar anymore. So is there something else that you would like instead? <laughs> oh, I love that. Welcome to Imperfect Mommy. Our children are constantly looking to us for examples. The term role model doesn't quite cut it here. We are shaping their worldview with every move we make. You see, it's not in the lectures we give or moments where we are actively attempting to teach them. It's in the micro-movements we make, the unconscious ways in which we navigate life. We are constantly teaching our children how to show up for themselves, their friends, their future partners, and even their future children. So what can we do to ensure we are raising thoughtful, compassionate, self-aware human beings? We have to become them ourselves. No one is perfect, but we can still all be better, and it starts with self-healing. Let's get to it. Welcome back to our parent support call. And um, we have a new person joining us today, uh, Deanna. Um, I think your last name is Imad. Is that how you say it? Yes. It uh, welcome to um, to our call and uh, to raising enlightened children and all of that fun stuff. Thank you. Well, yeah.
1: Well. Sorry. So Deanna is actually not just a guest with us. Deanna is actually one of our... Co, uh, She's one of our co-partners in parenting. She's joined the Raising Enlightened Children team of, uh, well, Deanna's actually a therapist, as, Alicia, as you all know, Alicia and I are coaches. Um, and uh, we're very excited that she's joined our team. Welcome, welcome, my love.
2: Thank you. So happy to be here, sharing oh. this fun process of raising enlightened children. Love it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so we were wanting to talk about boundaries today because last week we kind of talked about communication as well as our happiness and our happiness not hinging on um, on our children's happiness because as moms that's super easy to fall into, I'm going to call it a trap. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, if you're interested in listening to that, you can listen to that episode. Um, but today we're going to Going to talk about boundaries which is another thing that can suck our happiness away <laughs> we allow it to absolutely.
1: yeah absolutely yeah and so like last week um you know really we spoke about that concept that we're programmed to only be as happy as our least happy child well right there that's our first boundary that's our first limit we're setting that that's no longer going to be the case we needed that we need to out that in the uh just even in the programming piece right so like one of the things that I've been speaking to both of you guys about is really just about setting boundaries like I have you know my 17 year old um and just thinking about in terms of you know why am I setting the boundaries and who am I setting the boundaries for and what are boundaries like are boundaries rules like is it something that I'm imposing that he has to follow and is it because I'm trying to control or change him or his behavior or is the boundary for me?
0: Yeah. I think my kind of definition, well, there's multiple definitions of boundaries. Um, One of the definitions that I was thinking of is, it's literally teaching people how to treat you. And what, you know, allowing, kind of expressing to someone, like I, the example I always use because I was in a uh, direct sales business for so many years is like people don't really understand how to set clear boundaries. So they kind of think, you know, Hey, I'm making phone calls is a boundary. Um, but really that doesn't give the person that you're talking to really any information. Um, and, but a more clear boundary is I'm making phone phone calls for the next hour Um, please don't interrupt me unless there's an emergency and I've always defined emergency as broken bone or blood and my very literal child comes to me to tell me that he has a paper cup he's like mom you said you need to know if there's blood (laughs) okay (laughs) well you're right I did (laughs)
2: literal very so I think one of the most important things about boundaries is knowing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You have to know yourself and be aware of your own needs and limits before you can recognize if someone has, you know, infringed upon your boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. You really need to know that part of yourself to say, hmm, I, I need to identify what's important to me. So James- I think- know what your boundary is right Deanna yeah and and to know what your boundary is you got to know yourself you got to know what's important to me where is that line A boundary is a line you know and if you cross that line there are consequences to that so it's like I'm setting this boundary like I my child needs to be home at this hour and you know by this time and if they're not then are just natural consequences to this uh breach of the the line right yeah and i'm sorry go ahead
0: oh i was just the one of my clients um has uh for for him it's a very clear boundary that he doesn't want people talking about money with him because it's a really big trigger um but what, what he thought of as setting a boundary is, um, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just not going to talk about it anymore. I'm just, if somebody brings it up, I'm just not going to talk about it. And it's like, but how are they going to know that that's a boundary for you? There, there has to be a conversation. There has to be a clear statement of my, my money is very personal to me. It's very, um, and I don't, like when people tell me what to do with my money um a boundary that I set with my stepmom was that um you know I I'm very good at asking for advice when I need it and so if I need parent advice I will come and ask you for it but I do not want an unsolicited advice because it's it was really hard for me to tell her no to the advice that she was giving me. And so and I and a lot of the advice was didn't feel in alignment with how I wanted to parent. So my boundary was I if, if I need parenting advice or want parenting advice specifically from you, I will ask for it. And to this day, I've asked her for advice when I wanted advice that I felt she could give me aligned advice. And she hasn't given me advice without my permission, without asking permission first. So it's a really beautiful tool where we get to preserve our relationship and keep it peaceful. And there's not a lot of, I don't feel anxiety and she doesn't cross that boundary for me.
2: I love the way you set that up Alicia, you know, like you, you had your own awareness. This is my boundary. This is my need. You recognized your limits and then you identify them. You're like, this is the boundary. I'm drawing the line. I'm going to now ask and from a communicate from an assertive calm way. This is what I need with I statements. I really appreciate if you don't cross this line by giving me unsolicited advice, right? And then you you know, if and, and then you set it up and and if you do come to me with that, I, I may not listen or be there or need to walk away or you know, so it's like you set it up right from the beginning, because like your example with the guy that doesn't want to share about money, well, nobody knows where that boundary is until you set it up, right? And you can do that in a very neutral, calm, respectful way. And then if people do not honor that, then you can enforce that boundary by uh, respectfully declining to participate in that way with them, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I, I love that it, it really sets relationships up for a win-win, right? It really sets you up to uh, experience, like you said, you have this really nice, respectful relationship with your mother-in-law, mm-hmm. with mother, mother-in-law, right? Yeah, that's Okay, I think that's uh, beautiful the way you laid that
1: out. Yeah, I really love it. And it, it's also reminding me, um, you know, and Alicia, I don't know, it was an earlier, I don't know if we recorded something on this, we might have, or if it was just something that we did inside of our support group. But I remember, I mean, this is, I've done this for many, many years, right, with clients, but, but it was re- that's why I'm just not sure if it was recorded, because it was with a recent client uh, who asked us about... Um, yeah, I think her child, her child was asked wanting, I think it was, I don't remember, it was a cookie in the morning or ice cream. And it was something it was like dessert in the morning, right?
0: Yeah. I don't think that it was, Um, it was cookies before dinner or something. And, you know, there okay. was, yeah, there was no cookie. There was no cookies before dinner. <laughs> that yeah, it was,
1: was so something, like it was something around dessert and the dessert wasn't like, she wasn't wanting, she was giving, sorry, she was giving her child this dessert what she considered dessert or this sugar. And she wanted to shift that. And so her being clear on what she wanted, why she wanted it, right? She wanted to set this limit. She wasn't comfortable with her kid having that sugar before having put healthy food in her body and then setting up that limit with her child to have that conversation. And the, her child was little, I think five, right? The conversation mm-hmm. was happening with her five-year-old. Um, like to discuss that, like in our family, we're not going to be having sugar before we've put healthy food in our body. And so the, you know, basically the rule or the limit is that we can have this after dinner. Um, That was what she was comfortable with. And then we discussed how she could, you know, do it in that three part, series where she just determined what the boundary was what the limit was and stated that very clearly like they had discussed it ahead of time then stated the, the limit very clearly like we don't have dessert before dinner um you know we, we we're gonna this is the time that we have dessert in our family well That's actually awesome. first she empathized i know you really want this i know you really want this candy i know you really want this dessert i know you really want this right so the child can feel connected to and heard and in our family, this is when we have it, and then giving the child the choice of what they can have instead. Mm. So um, so I think her child was five, so at that point, it was like, well, do you want cucumbers or carrots? Because she knew that that's what the, the kid liked, right? What her, mm. what her kid liked. Um, and for an o- older child, you might say, well, what might you have instead?
0: You know, I just had a vision of doing this with myself when I want sugar, <laughs> and I know that I don't need sugar, but just saying, I understand that you want that sugar right now. Uh, we don't eat sugar anymore. So is there something else that you would like instead? <laughs> oh, I love that.
1: Deanna, I think you just mouthed what I just voiced. I did. i don't know why that
0: just popped into my head because you know my i'm thinking about the carrot cake and i don't even like carrot cake but it's sugar and my body's like oh i really want some sugar right now and i'm like no we don't eat carrot cake we don't eat sugar anymore so what would you like instead i want to know what your body wants instead what does my body want instead because right now my body's had coffee (laughs) for for the day Uh, (laughs) um but my, my body does want some protein so Um, I think I'm going to uh, look to see what protein we have in the fridge and, um, and go from there.
2: Well, and that's a really
0: beautiful point that you brought up because, you know,
2: enable in in order to have good boundaries, have to have good boundaries with yourself.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. You really have to be able to listen to yourself. What do I need? Where are my limits? What am I committed to? And then that's how you have better boundaries with others. So what a beautiful demonstration. Thanks.
0: Alicia. Yeah. And I think that could be another topic for another podcast, but I mean, that, that right there could be a whole topic, oh, whole one. Uh, but, um, I think we will, uh, call it, call it for today on this topic, unless anybody has any final thoughts that they want to kind of add until you feel complete. Oh, until
2: we meet again. Thank yeah. you.
1: So we well, we'll have not- one final thought. You said it could be one more podcast and I'm thinking, well, we could just carry on talking about this for the rest of the year, actually. Probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think this could be a series of podcasts for sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll be back next week with another lesson for our parent support call. And uh, like Deanna said, until we meet again, uh, keep healing. Bye guys. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Imperfect Momming. It's time for us to step up and realize that our power is not in trying to shape our children. Our power lies in shaping ourselves into the people we want our children to model themselves after. Don't just do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. When you become a more self-aware, compassionate, and confident person, you and everyone around you benefit. For more information about me and my work, visit alicialyons.com. That's A-L-Y-S-I-A l y o n s dot com see you next time